Trevor, my friend who lives in the bin. The Escape Pod. Welcome back to Turnstile Records presents The Escape Pod. I'm Jez Bolt. I'm Timmy Taco. And I'm Sean Bateman-Jackson. Sorry for the late pod coming up this week. There's been uh, a few things happening at, at the home front that's uh, not allowed me to record at the usual time. Yeah, we had to skip Wednesday, yeah. which is our usual night. I know John uh, John Bateman would be spewing. He's pissed. Yeah. Yeah, is he? We didn't get any messages this week. No, because he's, he's angry. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Second yeah. weekend, he was like, oh, even though it was 20 hours late, I still enjoyed it. Yep. Um, special request there before you go into your thing is that um, Mary, our mother, wants to sit next to John at the 100th episode. We can, episode. We can do this. We can, we can do that. this, yeah. She, awesome. wants to, she wants to be, uh, and I quote, hooked up. <laughs> hooked up. Well, said. as far as I know, my dad's a happily married man, but... Yeah. I'm sure she's she's not the first, you know, the yeah. lady to express interest in the old man. He's a he's he's, you know, he's a, a strapping man like myself. You know, I'm a cut chip off the old block. That's but, right. um Is Bruiser going to be there? Our dad, Bruiser. Know, yeah, I'd want to check out John's bonch before, um, <laughs> which is um, his uh, podcast for head. Oh, bonch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Adam catchphrase. I have uh, noticed that uh, once again we're all wearing the same t-shirts. You boys are in the white t-shirts. I'm in my Wu Tang. Except I'm wearing the uh, Escape Pods t-shirt. Mm. Uh, not planned. You're in uniform. I am. for once. Not planned. We've got to hook you up with a t-shirt. Mm. So uh, that... why were we late? Oh yes, uh, my lov- lovely uh, long-term wife, a sometimes listener wife, Cassandra, <laughs> um, has been uh, in hospital for the for the week. Oh. Yes, yes. I knew her. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking oh. about you. Yeah. But uh, it's all going well. And uh, the the nurses and the doctors, uh, they're great. And the uh, Australian health system's uh, top notch. Top notch. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's not that's no sarcasm in that. Okay. Yeah. I fully I picked even, up on sarcasm. Sometimes I don't even know, Tim. Mm. Uh, saving quality care. Yeah. It's pretty good Pretty good care, man. Um in the hospitals, I mean, as far as I can as I can see, I don't know about the other rooms. I don't know who, what else people are. So is she getting her tits done? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she's not. No, she's not at all. Um, no, bit of women's business. Oh, but uh, I tell you Which what, which is a long, long list. Yeah. Oh man, they they've got it the worst. Those chicks. Let's list it off. You got your. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that was. A, I'm glad that was a joke. I didn't realise. I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, she, I've, I've talked to her like just just an hour ago. I was in the hospital, and she said, "I said, look, I'm going to do this podcast. What are you? What's off off the record, and what's on the record?" She said, "Pretty much say whatever you want, but just don't tell them I'm all bound up." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, yeah, she had uh, little bits, little little ovary cutouts. Over there, a little cyst, cysty ovary. Cyst, you know, cyst that, on the ovary. Yeah, which is a happens. very common thing. Very common. It's on the list of the top 10 ladies' problems. <laughs> Number one being <laughs> nagging. Nagging. Oh, yeah, Nag- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the, uh, the, the surgeon came around after the operation and they had a team, they had the nurse, they had the, the, all, all the, the range of the, the support team. There was about 20 people in the room. And... Um, I said now. Well, it's like a case study kind of scenario. I just, I think that's, uh, I think they just have to do their rounds and suss it all out. Okay, well, I'll let you tell the story and then I'll tell you my story about oh, when the you team were in that hospital. came in. Yeah, yeah. So they, um, they asked, oh, do you want us to take a photo of it? Cassus, please take a photo of it because I want to see what was what was inside of me. Ugh. 
And uh, yeah, so they, there's a whole team around, and she, uh, the the doctor, pulls her phone out and just, like pulled up this photo of this fucking alien thing that uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Cyst. It wasn't anymore. It no. was thirty centimeters, so that's the size of a uh, a football. Yeah. The diameter. Yeah, yeah, about that. Sort of like. It's large. It's large. Jeremy's pulling out his for dick. A, a visual representation. <laughs> Probably about. You guys can't see this at home, but about that. About yeah. that. So can, it's we, a, can we get a sound effect? <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. Jeremy's pulling out. What, like, <laughs> to like give a, us what a thirty centimeter diameter is. Like a cant onto cantaloupe. the table. Like a cantaloupe, but bigger. Um. Anyway, she pulls her phone out, and I go, "Oh man, wow." iPhone four. <laughs> did you get a? Did you, did you get any kind of reaction out of the twenty people that were in there? Or you went in there? Everyone the laughed. Okay. Yeah, I was your regular Snap. Patch Adams up in there. Okay. Yeah. It's like um, I, I know this for sure. With you, did you tell them about the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah but just check us out on Tesla Records Presents the Escape Pod. Uh, if you like that, you'll love the Escape Pod. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, it's one of those things where you know I. I just go in with a, it's, everything's going to be fine. Try not to look stressed out because, you know, stress exacerbates the yeah, stress creates the stress. Yeah, problems. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't need that. And Cass knows when I'm stressed, so she doesn't need to see me stressing. So I, I usually go for the gag gag uh, route rather than the yeah, okay. oh, they're there route. Yeah. Um, and so I was getting my I was getting my laughs in, definitely. I, I was in my Patch Adams cell. Yeah, know. with your red nose on. Yeah, that's not because of your alcoholism. But I find like <laughs> I'll skip over that one. Um, it's it's uh, like when you're at a funeral or you're in mm. church or somewhere where you're not supposed to be laughing. Somber. That's where you get your best laughs. I think. Oh, definitely. Mm. It's have you really have you ever have you done a stint in the hospital? I've done a yeah, I've done a stint in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I recently had back surgery. It's um, I did a five day stint. Yeah, in a I was in a private hospital. I was lucky, mm. and like you said, the you know the medical health medical system already is pretty good. Yeah, we're in a pretty good country for that sort of thing. I think mm. we're I'm led to believe. But um, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? What do you ask? Well, because I went in. I went in with a broken arm. You can see this giant scar on mm, my arm here. Crook. Yeah, yeah. Right, what's that? What's that bone there? The arm um, bone. Arm bone, yeah. Definitely upper arm bone. Upper arm bone, <laughs> above the elbow, below the shoulder. Um, let's call it the uh, homunculi. That'll do it. I broke my homunculi, and um, that, that was a <clears throat> classic break. I had the break of a, um, a five-year-old child. I reckon your arm broke like an 80-year-old woman. No, they, they compared it to a child. Oh. <laughs> um, but um, they opened the... I was waiting for days and days and days for some kind of report. Two two things happened. Hmm. I was in there for... Because it wasn't private um, coverage. I just went into the emergency thing. But there kept being emergencies ahead of me. Hmm. So I'm lying, in the, I'm lying in the bed waiting for somebody to come in to say, the doctor's ready to see you now. Hmm. They were fasting me. So I was ready to go into surgery... Like constantly, mm. but then they'd put it off, put it off. Oh, maybe tomorrow, but better not eat. So I didn't eat for three days while I was waiting for this information to come to me. A guy comes in, a nurse, and um, <clears throat> I think he was a nurse. <laughs> I think he worked there, and he had a he had his little he had his little pad there. He's like, oh, okay, so you're about. I haven't talked to any doctors. Okay, I've just been waiting. 
Um, first thing he says to me is, uh, it's a very serious uh, surgery now. Be prepared to lose your arm. And um, Okay. So this is his bedside matter. Be prepared to lose your arm. Um, so his job was to come in and notify me of the possibilities of yeah. what could go wrong so that I couldn't say anything. But Even the first, if the possibility is quite slim, you've got to be notified. But the first thing he said to me is, right, so you're going to lose your arm. Uh, <laughs> and I fucking, I lost it. I'm just like, what the fuck? You fucking telling me I'm going to lose my arm? Excuse my French. And uh, I went off at this dude and he just like, didn't tell me anything else. He just backed out backwards <laughs> with the pad. Didn't see him again. No. Didn't see him again. Uh, but he was just telling me the symptoms. Then later on, the next time I see a doctor is the um, blinds open after the surgery. Mm. 20 students yeah. coming in to check me out. Having a, having a look-see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's, 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 it's common practice, right? It's, but it's, it's also common practice for doctors to give you the bad news first. I mean, when I was in hospital just recently, um, I heard overheard in the room next to me, there was a, a doctor went into the room and he said, he, he had to notify the patient that he said, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. And the, the patient said, oh, give me the bad news first. And he said, you're ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't see in the room, but he said, listen, the bad news is we're going to have to amputate your legs. <sighs> and um, he said, that's, fuck. He said, well, give me, give me the good news. He said, well, the good news is the bloke in the next room wants to buy you slippers. Hey. <laughs> 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 that's great. Because there was a little old lady in the room across from me. I was in Dean on hospital. Just, I don't know. Skanktified. Not a private room. like it. No, and there was this little old lady. I don't know what the hell was wrong with her, but she didn't wasn't having a good night. Mm. And uh, the doctors were coming in. I can only hear this from my bed. Yeah. So she's... <laughs> the whole time. Oh, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to kill me. Uh, stop, stop. We're just going to put this in. Stop, they're trying to kill me. In the end... I called the nurse and I went, fucking kill that bitch. <laughs> Please. Any laughs? Kill her. I don't know. Not so much. I can't remember. How do you, how do you find the, uh, the noise? Because the last time I was in there, Dan and I hospital as well, I had that um, thumb septicemia or whatever the hell it was. I, kind of, I can never remember what it was called, but yep. it was infectious. Uh, hitchhiker's disease. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that was on last night. Was it? Yeah. Hitchhiker's got to the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't home last night. Okay, so that's fine. Um. And I, it was the noise that's because you can't sleep. They're checking, they're coming in, checking your ear temperature. They're, they're doing this, they're, they're flipping you over. They're, they're oh. trying to feed you shitty foods. And it's the lack of sleep that gets you because they're, they're coming yeah, in the whole time. Break you. It's like set up to break you. Mm. Like if you get a nice, you're in the middle of a nice dream, it's 3.30 in the morning and you get a, a tap on the back, you know. Mr. Bateman, it's time for your morphine. Like, I was a, I'm asleep. What do I, why do I need morphine when I'm asleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you need it. Trust yeah, me. That's right. And the beeping, the beeping noise. Oh, the constant, yeah. beeping. constant beeping. That would fucking. That's, that's, that's the thing. That's I the had thing. an experience with the beeping. Mm. I put my arm through a glass window and got multitudes of stitches. On and, purpose? Um, no, no. It was mm. a complete accident. Um, but I had the nitrous oxide, the gas, the laughing mm. gas. Excellent. And um, when you have too much of that, um, everything echoes like it's a, a significant echo to the point where this I could hear like a similar to sound to you with someone in the next room a lady sort of you know carrying on and moaning which was 
in an echo chamber and the beep. Well, eventually the beep echoed so much that it turned into a prolonged Oh, my God. I'm oh, dead. I mean, under the intoxication <laughs> of the nitrous oxide with the beep, I thought the lady next door had died. I was going to say. Yeah, because the beeps were just yeah. overlapping. And the last thing I heard was, um, I think he's had too much of the stuff, 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 stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, That's I, great. I had a guy in the uh, in the bed across from me at the 3 o'clock in the morning type of thing going through the same sort of um, – he was having a freak out because he was uh, – he said what I could gather was he was uh, trying to let them go, trying to let him go outside to meet up with his mate so he could rip a few cones and then get admitted straight back in. It was like, I just, standing on, right? yeah, I just want to go and smoke some cones and then come back in. And they were trying to explain to him, no, it doesn't work like that. As soon as you leave, you have to go right through the system again. We have to check you in. We're going to go right through everything, mate. And he well, goes... He can't duck out... He can't for... duck out for some cones. Oh, really? Not... <laughs> That's <laughs> so weird. Since when? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? And so he uh, he packed his shit up and left. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I'll show you. Is that desperate? Now he's dead. It's not heroin. No. You can crave a cone that badly, do you? <laughs> no, well, you know... Yeah, wow. <laughs> it was obviously wasn't that sick. That's yeah, right. that's what I would say. Mm, yeah. That's what I would say. He's faking it. Yeah, faked it till he makes it. I had the earplugs in the whole time. That's the that's the ticket. Okay, bit of I'll earplug action um, with headphones over the top of that. Yeah, right. And an okay. eye mask. Now, but a... yeah, she's fine. Uh, that's all good. Wrap it up. Hospital talk is over. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I mean everybody's got a hospital story. Um, surely, unless you don't. Yeah, there is always there is always that possibility. Hey, if, even if you don't, you probably know of hospitals. You do. That's know right. It. Yeah, you know that they exist. Yeah. Um. So I was look, flicking through the newspaper, and I came across another thing where they said uh, body uncovered. Mm. Right. So somebody's murdered somebody, but they've they've buried them in the classic wrapped in plastic mm. uh, method, Twin, Twin Peaks style. They are, I watch a lot of forensic science shows and all that kind of stuff. And surely, surely DNA hmm. stays within plastic that has a half-life of 800 years. Yeah. That'd be counterproductive to bury a body in plastic, right? Completely counterproductive. Why, why do you think that happens? Well... I think it's probably a logistical <laughs> thing. It's probably a timing thing. Mm. It's probably you wrap the body in plastic for transport mm. because you obviously you don't want your genetic you, matter transferring to um, your transport, you know, vehicle. means. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But just taking notes. So when you get just to, wait a second. So obviously, when no they get to plastic. that location, there's going to be a, a, a dump situation. Now, by that stage, they're probably a little bit, um, you know, in a hurry. Yeah, mm. maybe. So. You know, also you have a problem of once you dispose of the body and then uh, separate it from the plastic, then you've also got to dispose of the plastic. So, yeah, okay, so you know, it could be just like it's a one-stop shop. Bury all my problems mm. in one hit. That's right. You know, but you but surely 90, like ninety-nine problems, but a bag ain't one. Yeah, uh-huh. true, yeah. true. No mm. doubt, no doubt. Um, so the mummies, right? Egyptian, Egyptian mummies. Yeah. Uh, they take all the organs out. They preserve the body in their in their chosen way mm. thousands of years later supposedly supposedly yeah. uh allegedly um 
these bodies are quite preserved. So, so, so sorry, that was a little glitch there in the sound system. That so every week it does, doesn't it? Mm. Um, so if mm. you're gonna if you're gonna take the time to kill somebody, here's mm. my little tip: <laughs> just chuck them straight in the ground, right? Because the worms. Anything, anything that it's encased in mm. is going to preserve it one hundred percent, right? Yeah, I think the, tip, the the hot tip is remove the teeth, remove the fingers, I know, it's uh, so hard cut out this. any tattoos, cut off any tattoos. Um, I always I, wondered why. Yeah, why can't you just? Right, yeah. Why can't you just like flush bits down, like chop it up, slice and dice? And some of it you burn in your in your at your, at your house in the fireplace. Yeah, I saw that on a crime show. You can't do it. You can't do it. Someone I saw done that it. They the got, other day. They got caught. Yeah, it smells quite particular. Ah. And this guy that I saw that did it um, did a bonfire and and it took three days to burn this body right down to nothing. But mm. by the time you, the three days are up, you can't tell the difference between char and bone char, right? Mm. And all you need is. Tiny flag, fragment of anything, and they can go. That's bones. True. I think uh, pigs. That's where you want to do it. Feed yeah, I've to, heard feed that. Feed them to the pigs. I've heard that. Hey, you know, say you mummification and wrapping them up as a bad body disposal. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they liked them. Maybe they wanted to mummify them. You know, remember them. Which oh, okay, like a prize. Yeah, or just sort of, you know, keep them in a tomb, just like the mummies did. Maybe it was like one of them love-hate murder things, so Mm. they kind of killed them but wanted their legacy to live on and them to have a Mm. prosperous um, future in the afterlife, perhaps. Maybe you wanted to save the body. Um, I don't know if this is appropriate. Remember I told you I used to... (laughs) I was going to ask you, your your mate, yeah. Um, I remember I had this story of someone that he knew was... um, now, this is the hit, the ex-hitman. Right, yeah, yeah. Allegedly ex-hitman. Your old housemate. And um, allegedly someone that, you know, they allegedly may or may not have known. Um, <laughs> your apparently, Honor. Your Honor. Um, yeah. used to knock the old, the old um, female, older female, mm. and then um, save them for his business. Okay, you need to go back. More information. Go back. No, I don't want to go. I don't even know <laughs> no, why. Please, please go up. back. <laughs> why? But just re- like I don't talk about body disposal, but you've brought it up. You okay. Know, and so what does he? What does he do? <laughs> um, Say it again. He gets an old lady, <laughs> knocks elderly ladies, <laughs> yeah. and then um, he likes to um, and, and uh, like, do his knock- business with um, dead bodies, oh. and likes to do that for as long as he can, and will return He's, to the um, scene of the crime. When you say knock. It. And this particular person left the scene of the crime after the disposal, the act of disposal, and was actually caught by police at the scene of the crime in the act. Ah, so are you um, are you watching TV with this dude where he's like, you know... Uh... I don't need to watch TV. I, I, I try not to. How, how, how would you have slept at night? Oh, by the way, I'm... Um... I'm into necrophilia and... Uh, oh, well, that um, wasn't this guy. Wasn't okay. This guy. No, <laughs> he, no. Just knew, he was just telling you, a mate of a mate of mine <laughs> likes to... Uh... <laughs> oh, man, yeah. there's some sickness out Anyways, there. anyway, so... It's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> we've had hospital talk. We've had body disposal talk. This yeah. is rather morbid. Let's, 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 let's lighten the mood let's a crank little. crank it up yeah. a notch. Lighten the mood a bit. Um, but on, on a crime note, um, today, mm. so you can go down to... Um, the Epping Memorial Hall um, 
to collect some lost shoes. If you've lost shoes in several around the Epping area, yeah, there's been a shoe thief getting around <laughs> for the last six years, and he's stolen upwards of two thousand four hundred pairs of shoes. Holy shit! Yeah, he's into work boots, and um, we used to do this. <laughs> but this dude's committed over six years, and he's collected them. They found him. They've caught his haul because he was caught it on CCTV. He's keeping them all. He's kept them, and they found him. They busted him. They found his haul. Now, they're. The police have put them all out on display at the Epping Memorial Town Hall today. And if you've lost your shoes in that area over the past six years, it's very likely you'll find them there. So it's probably a bit late to hear this, but if you've lost a pair of shoes... <laughs> head on down. Head on down. Because, That's amazing. Um, oh, we're talking like um, pairs of shoes? Pairs, yeah. Okay, full pairs. Yep. So he's, he's not just a left foot bandit or anything like that. No, yeah, he had full pairs. Oh, I saw pictures and like a room stacked full of boots. So we're talking trainers. Yep, mostly work boots, but there was cowboy boots, trainers, you know, all sorts. It's got a work, boot fetish. It'd be mostly uh, work, work, work boots because they, they're left outside. At the front door, you yeah, see. Yeah, and he's right. and yeah, he's true. he's keeping them as trophies. Like yep. to to keep that many boots. What when when do you when do you when do you stop collecting stuff? <laughs> when you if get you busted around. by the cops in Epping. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's sure. right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, if if you if you're stealing something that in the end game is for the council to open a whole town hall and fill it with your stolen. I think it was maybe Stuff. he was going to retire on it. This is his uh, his retirement plan. His, uh, his uh, superannuation. Super, he's super. He'll just yep. keep collecting them, and then one day have a massive uh, foot sale. The shoe. The shoe what sale. are they calling him? The shoe. I don't know. Oh, the shoe bandit comes to mind straight away. Shoe fits. Shoe fits bandit. Uh, uh, the bootlace bandit. Bootlace yeah, bandit. Go, yeah. Go, uh, go. What about? Uh... No, I've got Booty no. Town. Booty Town. Booty Town. He is a dirty, rotten boot thief. That's what he is. That's, yeah. And if you're a listening boot thief, I want you to be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. You know, people are waking up with cold feet, really. Yeah, move or out of Epping. For having to go to work without your steel cap boots. You got to... It's not safe. It's not safe. It's not OH&S. No, it's not. What you call not. that? that? That's not a foot fetish, is it? Because it's, it's the outer casing of... A foot. No, uh, I'd, I'd, it'd have something to do with uh, the foot fetish for sure. Unless he just, he's, he's saying it like, yeah, there's a market here. I, I know that the people are breaking into cars, they're breaking into houses, but what if, what if I just steal boots and that's going to be my thing? Okay, so local yeah. local crimes, right? So on, I, I occasionally park my car out in the street mm. and this is there's, there's two... Maybe three separate occasions. Uh, we're talking about old old bloke Trevor from down the road. Yeah, old right? Trev, calling, him, Trev. calling him Trev. Yep. I don't know why I'm protecting his identity, but um, so probably because of the legal implications. If you don't. probably yeah, quite quite possible there. So I parked the car on the street. Come out the other day, and it's got it's got it's been keyed or coined. Do you suspect Trevor? I do suspect Trevor because on one side it's going towards the shops, on the other side it's going towards his house. Oh, which could be like depending on where I park the car, because he's scratched both sides. So I don't really know. Um, but uh, I'm talking about uh, foot traffic through the through our street. There's a little laneway down the end, but it's minimal. 
It's very minimal. It is, yeah. It's him. That's a secret part. It's, um, yeah. it's one of the other blokes that lives locally that goes to the bottle shop every day. Why he buys six beers a day is probably not going to work for his budget, but he makes it work. His housemate, who's another Darrow, um, and Trevor. They're, they're the main foot. It's true. You only ever see those three yeah. blokes. And then, so now Trevor's taken to every time he comes up the street at 3.25 when I come out to pick the kids up. There he is. Oh, there you go. Got a message. That was Trevor. That was Trevor. Um, and at 7.30 when mm. we're dropping the... Oh, 8, 8 o'clock when we're dropping the kids off, there's Trevor walking up the street. Hi, hi. So I come out he's and doing, I see... He's the, doing this deliberately. I, I think you've so. You've got your a regular... It's like Stephen King, The Shining. All right, so I'll give you the clues. It's a little bit like this. I think you've got a bit of a situation on your hands, Tim. I do, because... I mean, it goes it goes way deeper than than ever. Uh, I I'll, I'll try and skim through it. We had a party here. I've never inv- invited Trev. I decided, like, wh- actually, what actually happened is I was telling the neighbour oh, there's going to be a few cars on this road. Oh, well, well, what are the cars here for? Trev says, and oh uh, uh, yeah, we're having a party. Oh, you're having a party, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you should come along. First time I've ever invited him in seventeen years. Yep. Um, the consensus of the party, mum loved him for some reason. Well. The consensus of the party was, who's the rapist and when can we kick him out? I was like, don't worry, it's just, 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 just old mate, grey balls. Yeah. Um, and so he's around. So ever since then, every time I've seen him, oh mate, your, your party was, was awesome. You know, th- 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 thanks for inviting me, mate. Like, really appreciate it. <laughs> and did he, did he happen to get a rape in? <laughs> he didn't get a rape in. Okay. Didn't, didn't, the opportunity didn't come up. Um, but so ever since then, it's, it's been a different vibe when I've seen him on the street. Because now he's your mate. Because now he's my mate. Not your neighbor. Yep. He rocked up and... I helped him out with some phone business because he's not a tech head. He's never been on the internet. We've talked about that before on the on the cast. Yep. So um, the other day, I get home, the car's out the front, and um, Mister Cool Cool Neighbor from across the road gives me the old "Hey, hey, Timmy, come over here." <laughs> Goes, "Oh, I just wanted to let you know, I came out the other day, and Trev was like on his hands and knees." Looking under your fence. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I suspect because my car's in the driveway, he wants to see if Timo's home because that gives him, I don't know, permission? What's that? Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy's against this guy. I don't <laughs> He's just saying nothing. So I'm right. just filling you in with the, with the guys. Yeah. So he says, Oi, dude, that's not... It's not very neighbourly. What, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, no, no, no. I just, I just, 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 just dropped something. A day later, oh my god! A day later, he sees him looking over my fence, right? And he's like, "Oi, what are you doing?" Right? So, <clears throat> don't know how to, how awkward that was between them because he's just relaying the story to me. It was awkward as he's relaying the story. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. As he's relaying the story to me, Trevor Trevor comes around the corner and sees him telling me. What he already knows that he doesn't want me to know. Yep. Right? Yeah. Okay. So he gets down the street. Cool guy goes, at the Dibba Dobber goes back into his house. And then Trevor, once he sees that Dibba Dobber's gone back in, 
turns around, comes back up the street and, and says to me in a, in a mate ship kind of way, cause, cause of the party. Yeah. Um, you, you, you still cool with me, mate? I, I feel like you're, you're trying to avoid me or something. I'm like, nah, man, like, I mean, I'm out. You know, I've got a family. I've got friends. I've got. A- you say I, I get. I only come out the front to get in the car and to piss off, mate. And then I come back, and I'm here. I'm not here. I'm here. I'm not here. You'll never know when I'm here. <laughs> You'll never know when I'm not here, right? So, that was awkward. He walked off a little bit disgruntled, and I thought, uh, the vibes changed here. Mm. Flash forward to the story. So, the car's out the front. I go out there and it's been keyed, coined, right? Oh, he's a likely suspect. He's a suspect Given because I've upset him. Story. He wants a mate. He yep. said to me on several occasions, "Do oh. not burn me. <laughs> you wouldn't burn me now, would you, Timmy?" No. So he's, he's he likes to be off the grid and he's he's got no mates. Like you know, I've got a soft spot for losers. That's the word. Um, <clears throat> And nothing, said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, giving people a chance, you know, and sometimes right. it can like, be at your I own thought, expense, but that's, that's the chance, that's the risk you take of being a nice person. I think, and I've been right, right Tim, you've, you've said many times to me when I've been on this fucking guy, don't fucking trust this guy. You're going, just don't worry about him, blah, blah, blah. It's harmless because but of an, of an you've, crossed, other, you've crossed the streams. Across and the nine streams. times out of 10, they are harmless, but sometimes, and just sometimes they turn out to be psychotic killers and I well, think you've got one of them on your hands yeah you know, I might have of it. a uh, obsessive compulsive obsessive uh, yeah you know I you thought know. you said the world good mates <laughs> so I think I feel like after that thing he thinks because I've been told that he's looking over my fence that I'm upset with him and I'm avoiding him fair enough now what did he say to you when you said <laughs> so I see him out the front oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said some some expert aunt as scratch my car, mate. Like, I'll check this out in a, in a, in a um, passive accusatory way. <laughs> so if there's such a thing, yes. and this is the this is this is the clue, right? So and I, and I do. I, I told think you, this I might like, be the smoking gun rather than the clue. Well, I do watch a lot of forensic shows, and I see these people go over the top and give too much information, even when they're talking when they're being. Interviewed by the cops. Yeah. Interrogated, I believe, is the word. (laughs) Interrogated. Why? I told her. Why? Why? Why did she keep putting the knife in her chest? I kept telling her it's going to happen. And then, you know, it's like, oh, we thought he was... We thought he was over the top. We We never mentioned it. Made a note of that. So I'm thinking... I'm in in forensic... (laughs) I'm in forensic science science mode. The car's scratched, mate. What do you think about that? He goes, yeah. Well... Yeah, looks like a looks like a twenty cent piece, or yeah, probably a ten cent piece to do the job. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, yeah, probably. Well, either he has some inside information, or he also had his CSI goggles on. Yeah, sure. okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, he's yeah. helping me out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, straight well, up. Okay, so I'm being led to believe that I'm being helped out when, in actual fact, he's he's taunting. He's taunting the yeah. cops. Yeah. Like he thinks he's ahead of the game. Mm. 20 cent piece. Yeah, well, maybe, and, maybe a 10 cent piece. And yeah, that'd do the job. And do you know what? He, it'd probably it's... help to burn the plastic. Yeah, on the trophy <laughs> thing, man, he's he had his hands in his pocket and he was holding on to that 10 cent piece. These are the things I know. 
He's revealed to me that it's not a key. Yeah. I haven't been keyed. Do you know why? Do you know why it's not a key? Because he doesn't own a car. Correct. This is Vanessa pointed this out. I went, oh, it's all bleeding coming together, right? <laughs> right. He go only goes up to the shops for two reasons. To buy a coffee, you got change. To buy the newspaper, you got change. Or to spend that change on the on the tatters. On the dish lo- on the dish liquors. On the on the tats that that, that I'm highly against being over there because it, it has drawn an element to the area. Oh, sure has. You've got your regular Kevin Spacey from the usual suspects on your hands and he's just trying to throw <laughs> you off the scent. He might carry house keys, but he makes you think he's carrying change. Yeah, you know, okay. He's Kaiser Soul Sagium. Yeah. But yeah. you can't uh, you can't use Kevin Spacey as any kind of Yeah, what about uh, what about Rose. American American Beauty? Like I'm looking through the window and I see what I think I want to see. He is a culmination of all the creepy aspects of every Kevin Spacey character on every film he's ever made. And yeah, okay. all the creepy, creepy aspects of Kevin Spacey as a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bit rapey. So, he's a little bit, so, bit Kaiser Solse. Yeah. So who else would be my suspects? Because, okay, wait, 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 okay. Pull it back, pull it back a few years, mm. okay? I had a car for sale, Su- Subaru Liberty, the <laughs> Liberty, liberty, and that I was... liberty. I'm just gonna just throw. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this card table over a second. I've got a theory. Yeah, please. Turf wars, turf it's wars podcast. Turf wars. Okay. You got any, you've been around a little while. You've been around the block. You're building any? Um, have you have you got any enemies? Enemies? Yes. enemies? yes. Uh, uh, the guy old that, frenemies. The guy that called you up. You've been with my Angela. Angela. Oh yeah, the guy we called out on the. Oh, that's that's a. I'll tell right. you that after the podcast because yep. all our listeners are down with that. Also, like, oh, who else? Who else could it be? I've, you make you're quite oh. offensive with your um, Maori accent. You do that quite often. Oh yeah, I do because he brew me. Hey, that's quite. Um, that's my cousin. A good bro. stereotype. What else? Um, okay, I've got one. Six 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 six, six, six guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't like shit. it. Also, oh, also uh, off the cuff one or off the. Uh, the old, the old woman down the road, man. That's always going. Can you please cut your grass? Cut your grass. Ooh. Cut your yeah, grass. Cut your cut grass. grass. No, I can't no say fury like road. a woman scorned. Yeah. yeah, I'll say. Or a um, no, no failure like the um, the mower in lawn. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no my my mower won't start. No, and, and I've 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 tried and tried and tried, and then every time this punk comes over, he just goes and starts it. <laughs> Fucking frustrating. It's a mechanical knack. It, it, it so, takes a little while. Car was for, car was for sale. Can I score one of those beers? Car was for sale, and I had it parked under the tree, um, across the road. Though that's that's our little uh, Not now. bottle okay. opener. I had it across across the road the night before it was to be sold, and I must admit now that I think back, he knew we were selling the car because. I said to him, oh, yeah, we're selling the car. He's like, oh, yeah, I might want to get my license. So I did actually tell him. So the night before it was being picked up, I parked under the tree and somebody keyed it or coined it so severely, every single panel, deep, 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 like with a vengeance. It's shattering. It's shattering. So I know this guy when he comes over, Trev, he looks in the driveway, he goes, oh, see, you got a bike. Mm. How much you pay for the bike? It's like, nah, man, nah. It's like, no. <laughs> You're talking about my bike. Yeah. Yeah, fair well, enough. It's my bike. Oh, and by the way, return my brother's lawnmower that you stole. 
He yeah. didn't steal it. I'm I'm thinking this is actually <laughs> going. Yes, he did. The whole Trevor thing. I think it's going to go. It's probably going to go legal. It's probably going to go into the legal system at some stage. Yeah. So you probably shouldn't talk about it too much. On okay. Radio. Okay. Only because it might. Um, I don't know. Escalate, somehow escalate. Escalate legally, or legally bind me up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shout out to Cassie. Speaking of getting bound up, have you heard of poop therapy? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, I uh, think I might have. Yeah, I think I might have. As oh, well, anything. I haven't. So, like, tell me, like, as if I don't know, because I don't. What do you think it is? Um, I think it's when you get a um, a prostitute to <laughs> defecate, <laughs> um, and it makes you feel good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a poop, great way to unwind. Poop therapy. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to crush your your little news story though, because I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, that's fine. So, okay, so it's so. a way to unwind one off. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, poop therapy is um, you have bad and good uh, cultures, uh, bacteria in your gut. And if you don't have the right bacteria or the floral uh, bacteria, yeah. you get a packet of You get someone's good shit. And Someone you, that's got the good attributes. Yeah, and, their you, poo. and you put their poo into your poo and, yeah. oh. and, and grow. What? Wait. After you, after you poo, you just... Clap them together. You, uh, you basically you asked, 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 asked. What do you ask tell us? Ask. What do you tell us? What it is? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like a space docking technique. Um, no, it's um, it's no, you don't. I don't think. I think. I don't think I eat it. It goes. It gets inserted via capeter or frozen technologies, and whatnot. But you know, it's it is for the bacteria. You're absolutely right. Um, you know, like. Antibiotics kill both good and bad bacteria, and sometimes mm. you can kill all your good bacteria, and um, that's the most common use for it now. So mm. they'll replace it like that. But some doctors think that, it, you know, it could be used in science, like or in medicine, like as easy as taking, um, you know, the poo of a skinny person and giving it to a fat person, and they will get the, you know, oh, they'll the absorb all the, yeah, okay, yeah, so become it a skinny person the metabolism, you know. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's just I just thought I'd talk about it because we like to talk about poop, and it's an interesting poop thing that comes okay. up. And uh, just on the poop poop tip, oh, don't pop your peas. Uh, <laughs> don't poop your pops. I was uh, I don't know if I, you guys remember one of the last one of the episodes. I've um, I wanted to them to invent a a, a toiletless society where what you the? don't you don't actually need to. Go to the toilet. Oh, you don't need to go. I just thought, like, we, it's not we, just like we an ran a commercial about last week. <laughs> yeah. We ran a commercial. Well, Rudolph Bernstein, yeah, home colonectomy. <laughs> this isn't this isn't you. No, Seal I'm, me up for good. My my idea is, uh, it's more of your Star Trek in uh, t- uh, time frame where you can you use that transporter technology where you just you transport the poo out of you so that there's no when you're on a if you're going to a a festival, a week-long festival or whatever. Yeah. You don't want to use those toilets, trust me. Or you're on the work site and you don't want to go in the port I thought of a time where we could just be without toilets altogether. No more wiping, no more no more of that business. It's such, it's Neanderthal business defecating, isn't it? <laughs> it is just, we're beyond nah, this. So. I am. I'm, to be, I'm, I'm, for, I'm sick of it. Yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I've, I've had enough yeah. of it. Oh. Now, day this, in, this, day out. This, <laughs> sometimes know, twice. I think this is like the this is the next feminism feminism movement, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like hashtag po- pooism. No, hashtag like, no poo. Yeah, like us as living creatures. Why should we have to persist with having no. to defecate on a Has- constant basis? Hashtag me poo. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, this is the, this is the new invention. Yeah, it was funny, Tim. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> this is the new invention. Okay, so it's the Star Trekian uh, style transporter machine, mm-hmm. but you've got to be very careful. You want your your digestive system to be working. So you basically want to be eating. You want all that to work down right down through your body, and then just before it goes out, right, we insert some sort of um, a ringed transporter <laughs> sphincter. So you Tell can just basically <clears throat> be walking down the street. Sphincter porter. That's right. Hey, what about just for you know just to, to, to you know to be the person that has to be aware of all things that might become problematic? Mm. Um, some people use their anuses, you know, for multiple uses. Yes. So you know, like the mm. transporter, you wouldn't want to put it too close, just because things going in. Do they? Where do they go? Well, <laughs> and then uh-huh. and then wait, wait, wait. Tr- so the thing's going out. They go out the transporter, but if yeah. you happen to put something in there, where does that go? <laughs> well, it goes into space. It shoots. It basically shoots. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's so, sort that's, of like that's a, the new space. It's sort of like a, a teleporter loo. Ah, teleporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. R2 Dupu. No. Um, yeah, I, I hadn't really thought of that. There must, there, there's going to have to be a switch. That's, I don't know why I thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, all ass plays off the off the menu. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just all the damn hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah. Hemis, get damn hemis, <laughs> damn hemis. Um, I reckon that's a good. It's a, it's a good segue. We're not even going to run an ad today. Oh, we'll good. just we'll just forge on through. Oh, so excellent. Um, let's go with uh, the old. Uh, North, east, south, west. That's yep. not how you spell <laughs> news. It's the news. North, east, west, south. It's the news, right? Um, here's a little. Here's a <laughs> little story. You'll get there. Yeah, well, it happens yeah. every week. It's bizarre. No, I've secretly told myself I'm always going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Dis- like, dyslexia d- deliberately because I don't know why not. It's uh, hey, entertainment, isn't it? It's really hard to be like humorous when you're Did not. Did it funny, make you so. laugh? Oh, it did. Yeah, yeah, you got to chuckle out of it. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? <clears throat> and I love the titles on these. You've got to be yoking. <laughs> Teenage boy lays an egg in front of baffled doctors. So on the hospital. Oh, well, he's got one of those transporter things. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, get a load of this. Uh, a, get a load a, of this fake news. What a lad. <laughs> did he really do that? Well, well, let's let's read on and find out if, if it really happened. Because I'm reading this... For the first time. <laughs> um, a teenager named only as Akmal, I'm sure he had a second name, and his family claimed the boy had laid 20 eggs in the last two years and have an x-ray of one inside of his body. A 14-year-old, is, a 14-year-old boy has left doctors baffled after laying an egg in front of them. Type of egg? A, um, a circle one. Chicken, like a like a chicken's egg. Chicky, does it look chi- like? Is it? Does it look so, like a standard egg you could purchase, or is let's it? Have a look at this. Uh, I've got a few it. questions straight off the bat. Is it real? That's pretty chicken-like. It's chickeny. Chicken. Is, it, is it boiled egg? So it's okay. hard in the middle. Let's find what out. What a prankster! Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 Teenager was born into the clinic, and his family, who claim he had already laid twenty eggs in the last two years, like surely after the first one, you'd seek medical yeah. advice, yeah. wouldn't you? Uh, medics uh, said it's impossible for poultry eggs to develop inside of a human body, and unsurprisingly, they suspect the eggs were put inside the youngster. <laughs> I'd say. 
So it wasn't just being judgmental when I assumed that they were probably placed there. Yeah, I'd say they they, they didn't grow there. They um, they just were. It's a great prank though, and it takes there. a lot of commitment. That is a lot of commitment. Probably it probably was just he probably, you know, he's a bit of a sicko, stuffed up once, you know. Hey, Last keep, minute. keep your judgment. <laughs> yeah, your judgment. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I just said that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Maybe he got caught with an egg up his bum for some other reason. And then his excuse was, I've laid an egg. And then to give the, that a bit of weight, he just kept doing it. Like, oh, look, I've yeah, done it again. I've done it again. Done it's it to again. back it up. It's not 20 cent, 10 that's cent right. piece that's to time, do the job. That's time you caught me in the bathroom sticking eggs up my ass. <laughs> oh, oh, they're, no, they're coming out. They're coming, yeah, out. They're coming out. There's another 19 of them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, his, dad, his dad told the local media, in two years he's laid 18 eggs and two today. In a total, there's been 20. I cracked the first egg and its contents was all yellow. No, he's white. in denial. He's in denial. He's one of them mothers with their daughter that's with a pregnant daughter that says she's never had sex. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary. Oh, I'm, look, I'm looking at Mary. you, Virgin Mary. I'm yeah. looking. He's looking at you. you <laughs> I'm looking at you. Girl. Looking at you, Bible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call it out, Tim. Call As, it out. The the hospital spokesman. It's going to be a couple more key marks on your car. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The uh, the hospital spokesman said our uh, suspicion that the eggs were deliberately shoved into Akmal's rectum. Right. I, oh. Look, shoved isn't probably the best word for it. Uh, well, no, that's there's right. A, there's a there's an X-ray photo of. Um, Picture a picture a spine and a pelvis, yep. and there's an egg right in the middle, which looks that's sideways in this, in this undoctored photo laying. from Photoshop. Have you yeah. have you ever seen that jackass uh, skit where they put sketch? the car in? He, he puts the car, the car up, his, his matchbox car. Yeah, not like a not no Toyota Land Cruiser. No, it's a matchbox car. <laughs> a match, matchbox car. Uh, and it looks a, a lot like that X-ray there, Tim. Uh, that's that's gone in there. Yeah, from so from, he's uh, been placed. He's been placed in quarantine, and the hospital uh, keeping a close eye on him. I have to see what happens again. How long do you hold someone with eggs up their ass? Oh, until it hatches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, will just, it will it incubate? Yeah. I like a, a, it's a, nice and it's nice and warm. It's just rounded off to a dozen days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're judgmental. Like you said. Judging him is a sicko, but it might have been like just really good student, like science. You know, science they give you that egg to take home from yeah. school to look after, yeah, yep. and bring it back safely. Where's the safest place for it? Stick it in your ass, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just he's committed to school. You and know? you know, what, when you're saying sickos, like what's sick for you is a, just a Tuesday for him, yeah. Well, that's true. Well, it's just an egg salad, yeah, that's him. right, exactly. Um, so. So that's um, the news. So that's, that's the news. <laughs> <laughs> we do, um, we do uh, always bring a. We call that um, we call that ass. egg therapy, similar egg to therapy. the poop therapy. Yeah, definitely. Same thing. Yep. That He's just it. doing his uh, his kegels. His kegels. What's a kegels? You oh, know when you clench, you clench. Isn't that um, pelvic floor exercise? Pelvic floor exercise. Mm. What'd you call it? Well, your kegels. Evil, evil, <laughs> kne- evil you're kegels. A, you're, on, you're, on, you're on a first name basis with the pelvic floor exercise. That's right. That's right. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, you're trying to keep these hemorrhoids in, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better in than out, I say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so. Is that all the news you've got? No, I've also got um, a classic. <laughs> <laughs> what did you been putting the food, you stupid bitch? Really? Uh, it's a young yep. one sample if anyone's looking for that episode. 
That's right. Classic programming as well, by the way. Mm. It is. Ones. Um, and uh, Curry House customers horror after finding 12 staples inside of a potato <laughs> bahaji. 12, 12 staples? 12 staples. Was it Trevor? Uh, we will, we'll, I guess we'll never know really. Uh, payment bit into a crispy Indian starter, which makes me so hungry. Mm. Crispy Indian starters. Oh, yeah. Um, stuff with sharp metal staples. I don't know if it's deliberate or not. And as I scroll down the page, uh, it's full of ads. No, there's no story there. Look at that. There's no story there. That but, is um, absolute clickbait. Have you ever, it is clickbait. Um, have you ever found, any foreign objects in any of your food? Oh, just the standards. Um, Rats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I ate a slug once that was in a lettuce. Oh, okay. Nothing. It's nothing too dramatic. I know. snorted a, a fly the other day. I had a runny nose and I, kept, I was at work. I kept... <sighs> You're a mad lad. Just anything. Anything. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I got, there's a dead fly on the counter. <laughs> tell you what. Up. I, got, I got, quite, <sighs> got quite a buzz out of it. <laughs> 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 All right, pack right. it up. That's this yeah. podcast done. I'm yeah, out. that's it. We are out. That's great. Um, uh. Yeah, but you don't want to find foreign stuff in your in your um, in your food, especially staples. And we know the uh, the classic um, KFC story with the gizzards and the chicken heads and mm. the chicken feet inside of your um, your two piece. Well, just not to go back, but um, Cass, Cass in hospital um, with the food issue, like because she has uh, quite a few intolerances, like uh, wheat. Uh, uh, milk, food, air, <laughs> uh, fructose, all this stuff. And that's that's what they've been really struggling with at the hospital. It's like, oh, what do we feed her? But isn't that like a hospital-grade issue? Like, it's a medical they... institution. Do you know they ones that come up with these problems in the first place? <sighs> that's like, right. The doctors figured out these problems out. Well, they can't figure out what to feed the people. Well, this is that's the thing. Exactly this right. is the, it's all uh, brought in. Uh, it's not fresh food, and we're in a we're in a um, pretty serious ward up in there. And uh, you'd think that uh, all the sickies, all the sickos up there, would want the freshest food to keep the nutrients up. Like, but it's definitely it's, it's plain food. It's not even plain food. It's um, I don't know. I mean, they're doing it's, the best it's hospital it's, food. It's, it's is, hospital it, is it? Would you call? Food. Would you compare hospital food to airline food? I think the hospital food's better. Okay, but it's like okay, she's had surgery down there and all this uh, milk and whatever makes her bloated so you don't want bloating uh, if you just Fair had uh, surgery in your guts yeah that's exactly right I think their hospital I think the main thing is that they give you your, the nutritional factor but their job's not to give you flavour you know on no. an air, air, airline they're still in the entertainment business <laughs> and they're still you know their food's designed whether it's shitty or not it's designed to make you feel good on a plane that could or could not fall out of the sky at any, any moment. Now, yeah, didn't, true. I, didn't I hear it's that, that I thought their job was uh, it's flavour, it's flavour town, but it's also how do we bind them up? Because <laughs> yeah, you, right. you don't you want, don't want to be serving a, uh, a a laksa or a curry or something on a plane with two hundred people. Oh, you're That's right. Because you've only got yeah, seven right. toilets. You don't want to send everyone in the at, on on mass. Mm. It's going to cause issues. Yeah, just like yeah. They, you, just don't like want, they you don't want to a... serve something that's going to create an influx no, of you traffic. Want to, you, right. want to, you want to be uh, binding all of them all up, just so like they this, just this like they put in uh, in les, in their food uh, in women's women's prisons. Any, any sorry. day now, 
<laughs> Sorry, dudes. <laughs> Women's prisons. Um, the the drug to keep them sort of like not toey. Really? really? Mm. Is that a fact? Well, that's what I heard on a podcast from a woman that's been in prison, and that's what she heard. Okay. They put something in there to dull the senses. So okay. that means without that, prisons are exactly like I've ever dreamed. Women prisons are exactly like I've ever dreamed them to be. Well, according super to sexy. Super sexy. According <laughs> to her, she said it was going Needs on drugging. left, right, and center. Yep. Yep. Sign me up. <laughs> Orange is the new black. <laughs> Had to switch off that show. I couldn't stand it. Do you um do you frequent those those shows? Do Women's you, prisons. Do, no, did they um they they release a show and then it becomes all the rage and then like do you get on board with these things at an early nah. stage or you just no? I'm pretty bad actually with getting on board with things. Sometimes something completely relevant and useful I'll let pass me by because I won't get on board because other people have. All right, so so he's, he's in my camp. So right. classic example: Walking Dead. You watched it? No. Um, you should. It's really good. Yeah. The Wire. You watched no. The Wire? Breaking Jesus. Bad. Hey, I did a sit oh, with that, brilliant. but it was late. I was late to it. I just so happened good. to someone gave me the series at a time I had time to watch it years and years ago. Which one's that, sorry? Breaking Bad. Yep. You know, from what I remember, it was actually quite engaging, good cinematography. Mm. But um, apart from that, that's probably the only one. Game of Thrones, nut. Nah, all of them, nut. Nah. You know, I did Stranger Things, though. I thought that was pretty spectacular. Yeah, that's good because you can smash it out. Yeah, but yeah. you know what they need oh, to do, like what you're saying with their... Oranges and New Black, they need to write them like they wrote the young ones. Two seasons of it's going to end. It has a, a start, middle, end, uh, peaks and troughs, and then we just finish it. And yeah. I think they they drag these things on for so long. Yeah, but they just there's always two or three seasons in the middle of every um, epic series that you just don't, don't need. need to be there. No, yeah. that's uh, it's because consumers are suckers these days. People are, you know. Are consumers, they want to be able to consume things readily on a day to day basis, and you know what? People don't want to know that their favorite franchise is going to end. You know, that feeling of you know, when you're reading a good book, which probably not a lot get to experience these days, but you know, getting you've enjoyed your book, you're getting to the last pages, and all of a sudden, you know, your aim's been to finish the book, but when you're about to finish the book, the last thing you want to do is finish the book, you know. Yeah, yeah, do you, yeah. Do you um, read, yeah, okay. So, this will be this is perfect, can't believe it. Uh, a new game that you have to come up with, Sean, enough, yep. Um, <laughs> To read or not to read? Is that a question? <laughs> is that is that a question? <laughs> okay. That's for you next week. That's okay. Your, that's your homework. Okay. So, um, book review. Because I know that, I know that, in just, just to sort of give you a little bit of insight, Jeremy, you do read or you don't read all that often? Ah. Uh, okay. Nah. So he doesn't read. No. Nah. So, but he's working his way through a coloring book at the moment, <laughs> which you told me earlier. That is a good start. That's so, where most readers but, start. But he had a great suggestion. Do you remember what you said? Nah. Um, <laughs> why not colour in a book and then listen to an audio book uh-huh. so you're killing two birds with one stone right. but completing two books at once? Mm. That's a good idea. Double mm. your book intake. Now, just just in my defence, it's one of <laughs> uh, the books. It's one of those adult books. It's one of those adult books. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You, you guys got to get onto it. It's like all these little square. Like he's uh, basically just drawing penises on the Herald Sun. <laughs> oh, so this is an actual thing. It's a colouring book, but it's like really fancy. Yeah, um, I've seen this. is a, This yeah. is a new uh, mindfulness thing, isn't it? it? Is, yeah, it is. Very, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing stuff. It's like a. It's almost like a puzzle. I find myself very addicted to puzzles, yeah. and uh, and I'm getting the same sort of brain activity with. Uh, well, I, I tell you, you what, the, you get the same similar brain activity that 
actual creative people get when they're actually creating. Hey, to read or not <laughs> to read or not. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh. No, sorry, I was, I was laughing on this one. Thanks, asshole. Yeah. All right. You know what I was saying is um, the um, the choose your own adventure books. Mm. You know, you can just you can. Do you, are you familiar with the series? Yeah, yeah. When we're growing up, yep. if people don't know, you could choose, you get turned to page thirty three to find out if Barry gets um gets Trevor in the end, and <laughs> or, um, or was it a twenty cent piece or a ten cent piece? Or I always used to choose the path that I knew, knew would get to the end of the book fastest. The path of least <laughs> least resistance. Yeah, I always chose the path that I knew was going to lead me to a all female prison. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, well, we'd love to go there. Um, I'm still. I was still on that subject. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, so someone looked that up. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I tend to listen uh, more intently than mm. than look when mm. it comes to books. So yeah, that is the question. I get super tired. Like yep. if, it doesn't matter what time of day. If I start reading, ugh, maybe I need glasses. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the the listening. I can I listen to. Hours upon hours of podcasts every week. Like yep. almost some would say. Uh, our, our own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you feel like when you get to the end of a book, like you go, what the fuck was that about? Like sometimes, you, you don't remember it? But I think that's what you're in it for. But yeah, I, I, I don't like, I, I miss details. It's more about the journey, you know, like enjoying the book. Sometimes it's, I thought it was more about uh, putting it up on your shelf to show people how many books you've read. That too. That's a you know. Because I, like, I, I always I always read with the intent to sort of memorize it. And yeah, like you want to learn something. Yeah, that I'm trying so hard to absorb it that it absorbs me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think what the t- the trick is if you're not remembering the book by the time you finish it, you should probably try to read it over a week rather than a year and a half. Is it wrong to flick through a book before I read it looking for the pictures? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. Okay, good. No, not okay. at all. Not at all. I've done that. You know, you, you flick through a book and read a bit and think, oh, no, am I going to ruin that bit now before, you know, I've read uh, the book? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The butler did it. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's, I don't think that's, I don't think it's, there's any bad luck on that. Do you spend the whole time in anticipation waiting for that one line that you already knew and then you go, ha, there it is. <laughs> that one. There it no, is. No, actually, I, I find like the, like I spoke about before, like I might think that might happen, but my memory is not good enough mm. so for there to be a problem. Once I get involved in the book, I don't think you'll remember. And, and what about the whole uh, reading over the same sentence or the paragraph? Yeah, over do and that over a and bit. Over and over yeah. and over again. Do that a bit. But, you know, the, it's like life. You know what I mean? You might not remember every detail, but, you know, you've, you've got the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, all those poor bastards that remember everything about their lives. Now well, that's it's that's the, uh, it's the it's the taking of the photos. We went to the city the la- the last week, mm. and it's Chinese New Year, and the city was practically on fire. Yeah. Um, you know, firecrackers going off. It's, it's awesome. Dragons. Really I want to. I want to drive one of those dragons one day. Yep. For the, da, 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 da. I reckon I'd be pretty good at it. That's a visual thing for you yeah, guys. Definitely. Um, I but, agree. Bang, 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 bang. It's really cool. It's 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 culture. We're absorbing it. Mm. And every prick was up there with their phone filming it. Mm. Yep. Never gonna watch that again, right? No one. So no one. what are we recording this shit for? I don't oh, know. Justification. People these days, you know, it's just about posting things on social media, isn't mm. it? Like people are so detached from the moment, you know, that they're in and um and have to post it. And it's really sad, you know, not just about that they're going to be devoid of proper memories, you know, because you don't remember the details anyway. But like I said, when you can, you, 
you might not remember every detail, but you get the gist. Yeah. And if you spend your moment living vicariously through a digital device, then you're not really going to get the gist. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, because I do believe that some of my memories are directly attached to the Polaroid pictures that mum and dad have put into their photo album. Yep. So the whole trigger mm. is there, but that's exactly how I remember it and all I remember about it. So you're really just remembering photos. Human memories yep. does that. It's, uh, it's, it's not to be trusted at all. But I'm all for um, having one person record the Chinese dragons down the uh, whatever street we're on. And, and send it to it, everyone and just putting it uh, <laughs> out into the ether so that we can remember in a yeah, hundred yeah. years what Melbourne was like. I don't know if we need 75 angles of the same thing. No, that's right. Um, well, I think you're right. I think like there's heaps of stuff I'd like to remember. I wish someone was there taking photos of it, but I don't necessarily wish I was there taking photos of it constantly. You know okay, what I mean? Well, there is one advantage that I'm remembering mm. right now in my brain hole place um, is that you go to a, um, they've got a, like a triangulation um, program. Mm. So everybody goes to a spot and they take a photo of a landmark. And what they do is you up, people are uploading their photos. So I think you see on Google Maps, sometimes there's a little photo. Oh, yeah. What it does is it takes the location where that photo was taken because everything is tracked and we're being watched at every stage. And <laughs> what it does is, it takes every single one of those photos and brings them together and creates a 3D yeah, image cool. of the actual structure out of everybody's photos. So you can actually see the Stoke. structure from the location where it's taken in 3D based on all these other people's photos. So, so the in Eiffel, the future... So it's just going to be 100, 100 photos of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, the, photos, much. but then, then you got mixing that with video footage and then you've got that mixed with augmented reality mm. so then what's going to happen is you're going to be able to recreate and time travel essentially okay. yeah yeah because you're going to go back into the scenario which is an augmented reality version of everybody's angles that event. so yeah. maybe it is a good thing maybe maybe we'll, no, we'll <laughs> never know i know that cherry cherry bar is it um yep. red i read in a newspaper it wasn't a book so i do, I do read there you go. um that they're going to ban uh, phones from gigs, yeah. From just the, the, the and they should the, man, yeah. they should. Yeah. Why go to a gig if you're going to film it? I'm all for at the end of the gig, or you know, one or two shots to go. I was here at Ice Cube, let's just say. Um, yeah. But that's it. I mean, you never watch the footage. It's always uh, blurry. No. The sound is never never good. No. But um, look, I mean, it's have, difficult though. You know, we come in a. At a different time, I, I'm like we say, you don't like to be ageist. I don't like to be ageist, but I assume we're similar ages. Mm. Um, have you heard of the terminology "zenial"? No, no. It's actually uh, it's a generation that they've mm. discovered, mm. which is a small slither generation mm. between uh, Generation X, Generation Millennials. Yeah. Um, the dot coms. The dot coms. The Ys. The the zenials. They they. Uh, generation that were born in the years 1977, 1985, um, between those okay. years. That's us. That's okay. me. That's yep. me. Yeah. Me too. And oh, no. I'm just out of that. I'm just, 76. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh. Good. I like being outside of the, uh, the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Now, what do they do? Whatever makes you feel better. What do they do? Well, as you would know, we're exceptional lovers. Um, no, what they okay, we're, we're, we're the last um, we're the last 
the generation that had an analog youth and a digital adulthood, but truly like that sort of merges for others. But mm. but we were truly we grew up completely analog, and now we're immersed fully digital. Okay, and um, mm. that has it comes with pitfalls, but also many benefits. Mm. Probably one of the pinnacle generations to have been alive to mm. have seen this definitive the last change. generation with perspective pretty mm. much yeah yeah pretty much and it's um it's a difficult position to be in, mm. but it's also an honor it is an honor we don't know where it's going to lead to no we don't um so we're robots. still we're still part of the um like back in their 50s when they used to all go hey kids come out the front there's an aeroplane everybody have a look oh wow it's an aeroplane it's an aeroplane we're so lucky to be alive we're kind of still um, still amazed by technologies that are mm. coming out because we have the perspective of yeah, that's uh, right. analog. Exactly. Yeah. So we're the, we're the generation that remembers mm. Pong, yep. but also owns a Xbox 360. <laughs> I don't know. We actually were the last generation that remembers before video games mm. completely. Probably oh, yeah. the last. You know, Atari's coming out when I was... You know, show my age. Atari's. I remember Atari's coming out, the first video game platform, yeah. Commodore sixty fours. Yeah. You know, the first, the last generation that had nothing before everything and and everything that yeah. there is now. Yeah, know? yeah. But uh, that's one of my first memories is is playing that Pong game. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it, what was that, Tim? It was the um, gaming system before Atari. It had like it was Pong. But, but it had like 12 games on the one cartridge, didn't it? Had no. We had an Atari cartridge, which you switched the switches. Oh yeah. Yeah, but before that, it was the Pong, which is that wooden box thing. Mm. Um, yeah, we Pong. totally played Pong. Mm. Totally. That's one of my first memories. Mm. There you go. Well, there you go. That is... that is. I, so, I feel like I am in that well, generation. Yeah. And I think I think many, many do, and you would as well, because, you know, you're here now and you've seen all that. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just read it, and there's any and I'm part of it, and I thought that's interesting, makes sense, and um, you know, it's good to be part of a niche. I dare to say our parents are part of it too. Well, definitely. Oh you no, know, they, they'd they have are. to be called something else because they remember the they wars. My well, baby boomers. They're they're oh, a generation. Yeah, they've already got their. Yeah, they've got their thing. Although they've seen those rays. things, you know, and they are, you know, my old man like was peeking out about download speeds the other day. You know, it's um, <laughs> you know. That is big uh, shout out, Johnny Boy. Yeah. Big shout out. There's another one that gives us like, one third of our show talking about Johnny Boy. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Well, because he's he's uh, one of the first to uh, chop us out. That's right. And That's right. Um, we have actually found out that there's been a few issues with um, getting through to or getting your messages up on the Facebook notice board. Yeah, we're not quite sure because because it's a because you can't um, register Turnstile Records presents as a profile mm. it has to be like a fan page mm. and i don't think it's got their message option oh you're not allowed to post comments i don't think you are right yeah so, so that's going to make an issue pose an issue for but you can privately message platform. us um we're going to look into that yeah we'll look uh, into it or someone will <clears throat> so, so it's, it's going to be it's on hold this <laughs> week we'll be back he on mean, next week he means we'll, me we'll um <laughs> we'll get down to business and i've you know i think we could get onto some you know, good prize money, you know? Yeah. Definitely. So you didn't bring a... Uh, scratch uh, it. Me out hey, I, I mean, I didn't today. I only. Th- it is a Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday. Correct. And... Um, oh, um, Jesus and all that. Well, Don't gamble on the Sabbath. You, that's exactly right. <laughs> mm. Don't gamble on the Sabbath. No, the, the, those shops that sell those things, they were shut today. 
Damn it. I think, do they? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good excuse. And, yeah, uh, I like it. I'm hungover. No, yeah. no chocolate <laughs> surprise for us, mate. No, or... I was going to bring in a Chinese gooseberry. Oh, yeah. Now, 10 points if you can guess what a Chinese gooseberry is. Is it an egg <laughs> up a uh, dude's butthole? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chinese gooseberry. Did you know? Well, I know what a gooseberry is. A Chinese gooseberry. A Chinese gooseberry is uh, a gooseberry, but it's, they've grown it in China. It's a kiwi oh. fruit. Ah. Yeah. Kiwi fruits were originally from China, and they um, got taken to Kiwi, uh, New, New Zealand, Zealand even. Yep. Kiwi land. They got taken <laughs> to New Zealand by... Uh, <laughs> brew, brew. <laughs> here we go. It's called New Zealand. Eh? It's called Kiwi Zebra. <laughs> yeah, respects to all my Maori friends. Um, I, I have plenty. Um, but no, they got taken there by some missionaries and obviously popularized by the name Kiwi because of the small birds or whatever. But that's what I was going to bring in, but I didn't. What all I brought mm. in was beer. Yep, and which is great. Which is great. That's great. Uh, good. Uh, new brand, Palo. Yep. Yeah, Shout like out that. to Kosciuszko. And um, it the is spirit it's, of uh, Kosciuszko. I might, the spirit I might of Kosciuszko. It sounds it's an Australian beer, a refreshing pale ale, and it is quite refreshing. It's um, what did you think? I think I found it quite clean over the palate. Um, Fru- a fruity hop finish. Yeah, it's mm. not too fruity. I, don't know. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't have no, said fruity. I it's not a bo- full-bodied beer. It's a really drinkable number. If you're feeling like a beer but don't want too much, the spirit of Kosciuszko refreshing pale ale might be your go-to. Give it a shot. Uh, I, I'm Rudolf Bernstein. <laughs> uh, well, that's a fantastic place to um, finish it off. Right at the top. Right at the top. Of Kosciuszko. <laughs> and next week, next week I'll do my snooze review for the fucking Justice League. And oh yeah. god, <sighs> drivel! I'm out. Yeah, no yeah. more, no more, no more DC, no more DC. You, you, you fucked it up again, didn't you? Yeah, I did. All right, is that was that the snooze review? <laughs> That's the snooze review. Snooze Get review. That with franchises, they just, they just uh, want uh, money. don't don't write a movie by committee. Yeah, there was there was 25 people all up in that script. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like yeah. a Drake album. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so that's hey. While we're on the thing of Kosciuszko and yeah. being on land things, um, the Escape Potters. Do you, we we recognise the um, you know the have to we didn't do it at the start of the show, but I'd like to take the moment to recognise the traditional owners <laughs> of the um the region that we're in, which oh, yeah. is the um the Bum Warring people. The original, yeah, okay. the, right. the original elders good. and owners and custodians of the like land we're on. Yeah. I think it should be done. Um, I know that it's probably, I don't know. That's probably the first time that's been done. In the that is up. in the history of podcasting ever. Right. Um, so that's where we are in uh, Glen, is, is in the uh, Waverley? The, the Bomb Warring tribe was the, the tr- traditional owners of this southeastern region of Victoria. Okay, around well, yeah. Up to yeah. here and towards the, um, up to the Dandenong area, I think. What, the whole stretch well, they were around Melbourne, southeast Melbourne, mm. around Port Phillip Bay on the southeast side, towards Jeez, down to the Mornington Peninsula, <sighs> and um, and yeah, you don't have to do it in a day. Oh, okay, no, it's not every a, day. More of a but it, we're, we we are we're in that in this little nook of the woods. Okay, that, so. there you go. Shout out to our elders, definitely, um, and uh, we'll be back next on week next Wednesday. Yeah, let's, yeah, I let's think set so. it up again. I think that's the plan. We'll get Sorry, back into the rhythm. Put, we can't... Uh, that into the old diary. Um, going to keep, uh, keep them coming out uh, as regularly as possible. That's right. I'll let you know if I can be. You're very busy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's making a sketch on his... Um, let's see if we can get ads and uh, and Danos and get a, get a... Ads is still in baby mode. I've yep. been in contact with him. Danos, we can definitely have back. We love you, Dan. Um, I'm sure he's uh, listening to this right now going, why didn't why, you? Why the fuck wasn't I there? <laughs> um, 
because we're trying to um, break in a new uh, stallion. Yeah, we're trying to bust up, uh, bust his chops. Bust my um, chops. Chops are getting busted. They are. But I'm getting it. busted up right now. Uh, so on behalf of Turnstile Records presents, uh, I am Timmy Tango. I'm just bought Sean Bateman Jacks. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye. Cheers, guys. Love you. Go love you? yourself. No, you hang up.